0: 7 Studios. You are listening to the Lange J Radio Network. Paradigm 7 Studios. Back on Lance J Radio Network. HUR Voices, Sirius XM Channel 141, Sports Talk, and entertainment we're so excited to to continue to build with our audience on on Sirius XM radio and, and it's been a dream of everybody on this team to to be on on Sirius satellite radio for so many years and this show has been around we're, we're going into our ninth year and I never thought, when, when I did my first show many, many years ago, this show started as a podcast on, on YouTube, I may have had, I don't know, 15, 20 listeners. I was living in downtown Seattle. I was broke AF. So much so that I could not afford internet in my apartment, in my small 400-square-foot apartment. And I would walk across the street to the Starbucks Roastery on Pike Street in downtown Seattle. And I barely had enough money to get one cup of coffee, and I would sit there for three hours, and I would upload my show on onto YouTube, which was at the time was basically a taped telephone call between me and and several of my friends. And over the years, this show and its matriculation to ESPN, then then NBC Sports Radio, and and I had an independent syndication model and learning the entrepreneurship side of of this business and and working with DJ Rampage, first Lieutenant of the universal flip mode squad. And so many things that we've done over the years uh, really changed my life and changed my perspective on life at at times where I've had losses in my life. This show was cathartic when I lost my mom and my grandfather, the the two people who, who I really, really was, was extremely close to. This show was cathartic for me. To be able to get in the booth and chop it up and talk sports and talk hip hop and talk about pop culture, talk a little bit about business. At that time, we were doing a lot of healthcare on the show, and it's been a, a phenomenal ride. But, but I would like to. I'm trying to ingratiate myself to to new listeners on on Sirius, and I want to play a series occasionally every every once in a while we'll play one of our old school interviews back in the day on ESPN radio when when I was getting started with this show I didn't have the I still don't have I didn't have the clout I couldn't go and get Carson Wentz to come on the show I couldn't get Joel Embiid to to come on the show back during that time I, I didn't have that ability to make that phone call Bryce Harper wasn't coming on the show but who I could get had connections to the hip-hop community and this show that's how this show really became a sports talk and entertainment show because i couldn't get some of the star athletes on but i get all of the hip-hop artists in philly philly showed me mad love when i was on espn radio and one of the first people that kind of put their arms around us that was super supportive was with gilly and this is when gilly was just getting started with his podcast now gilly and wallow you're talking about one of the top three podcasts in the country just amazing content, consistent. And Gilly came on my show. This was this was maybe like five or six years ago. Gilly came on my show and he talked about launching the Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast. I don't wanna say that he announced that he was doing his podcast on my show, but he kind of announced that he was doing his podcast on my show at ESPN Radio. And I wanna I wanna play a couple of clips of of my time with Gilly. He's just an awesome dude. And a hilarious dude, and and a genuine dude. I remember Gilly said to me after the tape, he was just like, "Yo, if you ever in Philly, and you want you want to come to a club, or you have some drama, or something's going on, man, here's my number. Hit me up." That's really the type of dude that that he is. So we're we're gonna we're gonna cut to an old interview. This is me and my man Jonesy, my initial co-host interviewing Gilly the Kid.
1: This 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 story was more with okay al had when al had first came to the uh to the city you know Mm -hmm. we had met and we 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 got cool but you know i wasn't familiar with all of his friends yet Mm -hmm. so it was a guy named mike who owned total sports down on south street and you know he does this this daily uh cookout that he has at his house every year and you know all of the players show up the major players Mm -hmm. in the city Mm -hmm. you know the athletes Mm -hmm. the rappers the so we're at his house and we're gambling and at the time I was into a little more than rapping let's just say okay. that okay all right and we get to gambling and AI I'm gambling with Al's homies and he's in a different room and you know we betting money you bet some you know some nice money and I just happened to put down. <laughs> Some fives and tens, you know. I just happen to have, but you know, a couple thousand dollars that just so happened to be fives and tens, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. for whatever reason I mm-hmm. had that type mm-hmm. of money for, right? A small bills. So pattern. we betting, right, right, so right. Right. we gambling, we shooting dice. I throw the money down, and one of an AI homie said, "Damn, somebody put fives in the game." So, so I said, "Oh, my fault. Last time I checked." I thought fives was money, but I got a pocket full of hundreds right here. I didn't know we was just playing all hundreds. You know what I mean? So then Al walked in while me and his homie was going through it was like, oh yeah, yeah. He looked at his homie like, man. What you doing, man, that's Gilly!" <laughs> and his homie's like, oh, I didn't know you was Gilly! He had heard the name, right, 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 but right. you know what I'm saying? He like, no disrespect, and you know, we laughed it off, and it was funny, but you know, he tried to be a little spicy with it. Damn, somebody put fives in the game! <laughs> I was like, damn, he came right at my neck, huh? Okay. So, you know, Al came in and broke it up, and we laughed about it. But, you know, I mean, I got some other stories, but I can't really tell. No, anyone. I feel it's you. We're not trying. I, like I'm I said, trying we to not, keep it.
0: We're not Breakfast Club. We're I, not trying, I'm not, uh, we're trying not trying to have to Al stuff. on my phone like, yeah, man, this you isn't, just told this this me. Isn't a, this isn't a gossip show. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we're just chopping it up. I'm going to ask you one more question. I know we all got to get out here and, and kind of catch these games coming up. One of the things about you that just the more of a personal level, just me kind of following some of the stuff you do, um, you don't ever let nobody disrespect you. Um, I've seen, I don't want to get into various I mean, you can get into had, it. Because that's not what this show is <laughs> you about. You can get into but it. But rather it was Cassidy, rather it was Weezy, rather whomever. If you ever have felt disrespected, you have not uh, shied away from taking it straight to the people and putting it out there. I mean, I just
1: feel as though that's what men do. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not going if, to, if, if me and you, I, I'm an upfront person. You know what I'm saying? It's no way that me and you could have any type of issue and I see you and not approach right. that. You know what I mean? Not even not even if it's on drama, it's just like, yo, we got an issue, bro. Like how we get an issue. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying because one thing about me I, I'm not in starting anything with any of those issues. I've never started it. I've ever. You feel what I'm saying because at the end of the day if like Right now, I meet you, right? Right. We good. If I don't see you for 20 years, when I see you in 20 years, we still good. It's still the same. Mm -hmm. So for some guys, I don't understand how, but a lot of times it'd be the drugs. Right. You know, it'd be the drugs. guys be drugged. They hide. Then they say certain stuff. They wake up sober in the morning and please forgive me for what I said. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I'm just not... One that that goes for the disrespect because I respect everybody. I'm a, I'm a hell of a respectful person. You know what I mean? When I when I go into places, I make it my 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 job to speak to people first. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Just because, you know, people sometimes got a certain way that they ex- expect or think that I'ma act. Right. And then mm-hmm. they meet me and they like, oh, Gilly's, no, he ain't cold. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day. It's like I go out of my way to make sure that I'm respectful and that. So when you disrespect me, I'm willing to die for something that I believe in. That's just how I was raised. I I, I grew up, my family was always Muslim. They always told me, "You since I can remember, you, you don't fear anything but God. So I've never feared a man that's walking planet Earth ever. Mm-hmm. So if you disrespect me and I feel disrespected, Then I'm going to say what I got to say. And then we see each other. We got to handle it like men. We handle it like men.
0: Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lion's Street Radio Network. Paragon Paragon. 7 Studios.